When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Now, a lot of people in Mallow and the surrounding areas were very saddened with the news that this Saturday, Fresh Start, which is the wonderful, quirky little greengrocer in Michael Lane in Mallow, is to close. The shop has been in the Sheehan family for over 50 years and I'm joined in studio by the man who started it all, uh, Liam Sheehan. Good morning to you, Liam. Morning. Uh, And and you're welcome. Firstly, you must be really touched by the reaction to the news and the outpouring of appreciation and love and respect for the shop. Oh, yes, certainly. I feel humbled by it, really. You know, so many people and my feelings are that we're letting them down. A number of people have said, what will we do? Where will we get our uh, Castle Gregory carrots? And, you know, but still wishing us well. And I feel for those people, some of those have been coming into me as long as I've been there. Yeah. And I've been there 55 years, I know. And... uh, a lot of them are older than myself and a lot of them are from outside areas, you know. Yeah, they're not just from the town. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah. And they'd be so loyal to us all that time. Yeah, so I was looking at some of the... You feel a bit emotional at times. I was looking it. at some of the posts on Facebook. I mean, there, were, there there are people coming into the shop who would have grown up going into the shop with their mothers yeah. and now they're going in as, right. as mothers themselves. Yes, that's right. It was quite a few of those now, I know. <laughs> yeah. People... And, you know, and a lot of people over the years would tell you their stories. You know, it happened once or twice now, a woman said to me. And they would be from outside areas. I wouldn't know their names, even though I wouldn't know them all my life, really. Well, for quite a lot. And they'd say, himself passed away last year. You know, things like that. And I know. I've no, I've no, I never learned to drive. And I, I'm kind of a bit lost now, and you're depending on neighbours. Things like that, you know. Yeah, they all just open Private up. Private things and, yeah. you know. So um, and 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 it's the dreaded building regulations that's forcing the closure. Yeah, well, a, a lady came from the department and she made recommendations and took me in a new a new floor, a new well a repair in the ceiling which is very high, and see what you must remember that this house this building could be well over a hundred years. Yeah, seemingly Canon Sheen based. The Graves of Kilmore and the village in that famous story on Carmichael Lane. 
Carmichael Lane was a hive of activity. There was everything possible in Carmichael Lane yeah. on both sides, you know. So if you start interfering with walls or anything, you'd know. Oh, it's, it's an old so building. the cost would be prohibitive uh, and you'd have to close for a while, then reopen and... It's dear, not worth it. Well, it was dear. Who took dear. over? When did you did. sort of uh, officially or unofficially retire? Was it is, is it five years ago? Uh, Three years ago? Be more, I'd say. Is it more? I'm very bad for years. All right, but it's dear to your daughter has yeah. been has been running it since. But you've obviously been I, I involved for a couple of hours every day. Yeah, you know? yeah. So dear, uh, dwelt in it for a day or two and then decided no. Yeah. It wouldn't be feasible because I don't think it would stop there either. Yeah. You know? And uh as I And s- it is like it's it's the it's an old building and obviously you would have had inspectors, you know, calling o- o- over the years. You would assume that allowances would be made for mm. an old style shop. Yes. You would, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but red tape it doesn't seem so. Yeah. You know? No, at the same time, the building is basic, you know, you, it's not a state-of-the-art building or anything like that, so there's no point in pretending to be otherwise, you know, that yeah. it would take a lot to maybe bring it up to scratch, you know, and uh, so we, we found we had no other, there was no other decision to be made, you know. Okay, take me back, when, when, did, when did it all start for you, the getting well, involved in fruit and veg? I think it was in 1962. I am a little bit vague about 62. Uh, I think it was 62. I'm nearly certain of that. And uh, there were three of us together at the start, Tommy Nine, the late Tommy Nine, and Connor Flynn. And uh, we, we we opened this place, and it was, it was a state-of-the-art greengrocer shop. Okay. It was nothing like it in the, in the country. I'd say there were beautiful mirrors. Everything was spot-on, beautiful window. I got baskets made from rehab and cork. You know, and, and where was this? On the main, 106 main, main Street. On the Main where, Street. Where there's a new cafe for opening up there now. Okay. And uh, I was there for years and years. There were I, <coughs> there were p- two people upstairs who, uh, two sisters who owned that place. You know, okay. so we never owned it really. And when they lived doors, over the shop. One of those was Dolly Donovan, and I was talking to my great friend the other day, Eugene Sheen, the butcher. We often reminisce, <laughs> and he was talking about Dolly. But she had a great saying, and it was a great philosophy, really, for a businessman. Uh, what was it again? Um, short accounts make long friends. Short accounts. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Short accounts make long friends. Yeah. So, d- so the two sisters lived over the shop. They did. They were they, did yeah. Did were they ever did. married? Were they? Were they spinsters? One was Mr. O'Connor was. Yeah. Seemingly, it was a shoemaker shop one time. Yeah. And uh, he died then, and then we we went in there. So, then. so, you, so the three boys ran at them as a, as a greengrocers for yeah. a number of years. So he won out. Connor Flynn had a wholesale fruit wholesale place in Newmarket. Okay. You know, so in time I bought the two boys out and it was on my own kind of, you know. And then so when, there when were very good times. Then Quinsville came to town and, you know, the super values started getting bigger and there was a lot more opposition and, you know. Yeah. So uh, there was good times and bad times, you know. <laughs> and then when did you make the move to Carmichael Lane? Um, I think just 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and your customers followed you? Well, Sharon did. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. new customers did. It was very funny the other day, young, uh, young, well, she's a young enough woman says, we told her, no, she's, oh, oh, she says, isn't this lovely shop? I love this shop. No, she's from Mallow, but I think she must have been away. 
And we told her we're closing the exam. And she said, I'm just after finding it. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other one, it's not just your family, um, Liam, who are going to be losing out here. Mm. Because the the local producers, I mean. Oh, yes. I feel for those now. You know, um, we get a share of stuff from Sheen's, from Castle Roach, but they have others. But uh, the Castle Gregory men, especially Joe Keller, lovely, honourable men, used to come for years and years. You know, what was he? What did he supply? Uh, carrots, carrot. carrots, carrots, parsnips, and onions. Okay, somebody you know, said uh, people, carrots with dirt on it. With dirt on it, yeah. the dirty carrots. People used to rave about the carrots. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just saying that you can't beat them. The others order the carrots, not the same at all. A woman said to me one day, it was it was so funny. She said, oh, the Castle Gregory carrots, what a difference in taste and all. She said, do you know this? And she was quite serious. My dog knows the difference. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I give him the other carrot, he knows that he will. <laughs> That's a fussy dog. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a lot of people talk about your potatoes. Yeah. Where, 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 they where come from um, East Cork. Okay. Henry Savage from Whitegate. Another Fabulously honourable man. Yeah. He might be bringing in 70 or 80 bags of potatoes and there might be a mark and one he'd take it back. And I'd say, Come on, Henry, we'll be, I'll pack that one, you know, but there might be one bad one inside. Yeah. Now, he used to supply Barry's Cash and Carry when they were into fruit and veg. Yeah. And when they ceased trading in fruit and veg, he came, he, I, he came to me. I used to get the, the, his potatoes from Barry's. Right. So that's how, and he is. He does a round and carry. You know, a lovely, lovely man, joint, a gentle joint of a man. And the Brussels sprouts at Christmas. Yeah, Sheen's from Castletown Roach. Yeah. They, they have a shop out there. They have a farm shop there, just this side of the village, Mallow side of the village. Okay, so. Lovely, Leslie, lovely person. So people can get them there at oh, least. They, could, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they love they that. Can go the there. funny thing about the, <laughs> the sprouts and the stem. Yeah. People were amazed. Is that how sprouts grow? See, I, I never I, knew that. I, I never knew that either. I mean, it was it was only when I saw the sprouts <coughs> in your shop. I never, I'd never yeah. seen sprouts yeah. on on a stem before, and of course the fact that when we were talking about the, the the carbon footprint today, I mean the fact that all of your fruit and veg doesn't travel very far yeah. to get into your shop yeah. is an added bonus yeah. for the freshness. Then we used to get tomatoes from Kilowall and Peter and Peter and me and Kilowall and Peter Rafferty. And people, I met a man yesterday, and I didn't tell him. He's uh, a European, but he was stone mad about these tomatoes, and he stopped me. I was talking over, and he stopped around about the tomatoes. They should grow them the whole year round. <laughs> I said, we ha- we haven't sunned the whole year round. <laughs> but uh, uh, locally grown tomatoes, and people were raving about them, the Kilowall tomatoes. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, and, it have, and have you seen a change in fruit and veg over the years? Or are we are we still quite traditional in what we buy when we go to the greengrocers? It's still traditional, really, I'd say. Did you get into avocados? Yeah. Did you? That would have been something you wouldn't have been selling oh, when you yeah. first opened. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there are certain things like that. The other we get and uh, other things like that. Too. I forget yeah. the names of them. Yeah. <laughs> Celeriac. Celeriac, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never, li- never liked the taste no. of that uh, for um, some reason. Sweet potatoes and they, they are popular enough, you know. Yeah, which wouldn't have been when you would have first no, started, no. first started no. the business. No. And the shop has always, Liam, also been known as a place to go for the chat. It, it was more than just going in to get the yeah, veg. Well, people said that, yeah, that you could have a bit of... 
a bit of local gossip and a bit of banter and, you know, a bit of fun. With Sometimes there'll be two or three people talking together. <laughs> Four people. <laughs> and would, would you hear the gossip? You would? I would. <laughs> OK, I can see a lot of uh, texts coming in with uh, people just wanting to wish you all uh, the very, very best. Uh, they always had the best new potatoes. Oh, so yes, sorry yes. to hear they're closing another great loss uh, to the town. There's something wonderful about new potatoes, isn't there, with... Yes, they're coming out from Henry as well, from Whitegate. Henry Savage from Whitegate. And what time of the year are the new potatoes? Uh, July. July, July, yeah. yeah. Early July. Uh, Pat O'Brien, what a terrible shame. A very honourable uh, family. Regulations gone mad. Liam is a Mallow legend and I wish him and all of the family well, says uh, Pat O'Brien. And... Donald Vaughan and Bally Desmond said what a sad day the likes of Sheen's we, we will never see again best wishes uh, to them all and Sheen's butchers on Main Street in Mallow were on right. wanting to wish uh, <laughs> Liam all the best um, uh, to you and to your family and I know your your grandson Alton wrote a, uh, wrote a particularly <coughs> nice uh, piece didn't he do you, do you have some of that do you have I some have of that with you with. Just, this is a poem that <coughs> young Alton's what 16 is he is 16, he? 16. and uh, he just when the news broke he decided to write mm. a bit of a poem about granddad's job two lovely ones lately about the uh, first world war yeah out of the blue you know and uh, I just scribbled down because I I haven't done my phone my phone <laughs> go on just read it away <laughs> it's great a, pl- a place of old with a heart of new, somewhere to talk, to chat for a while, to hear the gossip, to fill people's lives day by day. Four walls and a roof, is that not what it is? Stone wood and concrete block, so why shed a tear? Yeah. <laughs> uh, more of the text coming in. Um, Eleanor says, best wishes to, to Liam and to his daughter, Deirdre. You will be uh, missed. And Mary says, hi, Patricia. I worked in Mallow for 22 years. I remember buying my lovely veg, including a lovely fresh cauliflower every single week when Liam had the shop on the main street. I think it was located around Barry's shoe shop. Always a lovely personal service from all of the staff. Thank you. It is a sad, sad day for Mallow and there was a fabulous piece went up on the Donnerell blog during oh, during right. the week that I certainly think is, is worth lovely, uh, yeah. reading um, this is on, on the Donnerell uh, blog online it says a sign of the times a beloved landmark is closing its doors because it does not comply with health and safety standards this was a community meeting place it had a personal touch a chat was had over a purchase smiles were exchanged you could buy one apple and two carrots. The, this kind of closure impacts on everyone. To the one person, this could be the only interaction they would have. To that one person, this shop was a haven where they were guaranteed a smile and a chat. So now that one person might not need a bag of apples or a full bag of carrots. Now that one person might not venture out because they'll be met with impersonal bleeps on a conveyor belt in a supermarket. We are slowly but surely losing our personal interactions with real people. This is a sad day for uh, um, everyone, uh, which I think sums up how a lot of people feel about it. And because, Liam, over the years, you, w- you would have seen a lot of small businesses close, wouldn't oh, you, yes. over the years? Yeah. Even during the week now, when I was... <laughs> sorry. When I was uh, thinking about virus, I picked up this phrase a couple of years ago. I borrowed it. It was as if someone, somewhere tapped on the shoulder of my memories 
and the images and faces of 55 years ago came before me. It's a lovely phrase. Mm, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was thinking during the, the week about, you know, the shops that closed, and there were some more very big shops, you know. Yeah. I was thinking especially, I would say, Tommy Barry, you know, lovely man. I was mad about Tommy Barry. And, uh, you know, all those people that were around. Um, Good, decent, honourable people. Yeah. yeah. Tommy Barry, Vincent Downs, the Barretts were next door, Lumbers, then the Lumbers were wholesalers, were, um, something like Buckley Brothers, Burns, they were a, a pub, and they used to have these massive barn bracks <laughs> displayed in the window, you know? Monument House was an institution, of oh, course. Oh, God. Jum- yeah, Jum- yeah. It was good to see that reopen, but that was, that was such a shock when, the, when, when that closed, yeah. Um, Bapti, I still call Bapti Sullivan's, yeah. they're Peter Weedles, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. all those people. Max Sweeney's, then next to Eugene Sheen's, the butchers, yeah. they the sweet shop later, Brian and Ronnie Wall, of course. That's gone as you well, yeah. yeah. And yeah. It's, it's the personal touch, because I think that's yeah. what everybody is saying. Um, and, you know, that's what's summed up in, in that piece by the Donnerell blog. It's the personal interactions uh, with people. Mm. As you say, you knew all your customers. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, certainly. There was a couple of things I wanted to say. Go on, go on. <laughs> well, I wanted to p- thank my staff over the years too. Okay. You know, I had some wonderful people work for me, you know, uh, especially my, my um, I, I have it written down here now somewhere. <laughs> I'll hear the way Oily Scannon. Oily Scannon, Eileen O'Connell. She was the very first that came to me and she was wonderful. You know, Oily was lovely. People were, and she was with me, I think, 14 years, you know. And Nora O'Shea, Nora Donovan. I hope I'm not really leaving out anybody. People okay. came and go for a few years, got yeah. married. Or Margaret Kerwin, Trace Brown, late Trace Brown, lovely. Bernie Sparrett, Bernie. Who works with us here yeah. at the radio station. She's coming yeah. out Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> she do more talking than working. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell her that. <laughs> <laughs> my sister, my late sister Kay, um, and... Uh, Lately, Billy Gallagher used to come on a Friday for a couple of hours and he was great fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I met a man one day, Kevin O'Callaghan, he said, I used to pack potatoes for you after school one time, you know, and there'd be many more like that so that I wouldn't wouldn't know. And then obviously your your family were all involved with it over the years. But there was one or two things I wanted to say that you might know. Go on. Have you a bit of time? Yeah, go on. Right. So there was two-way traffic in Mallow one time, of course, you know. Now, this would come as a surprise to people that every day, every morning at 8 o'clock, the parking poles used to be changed. Two men used to come and they'd go to a parking pole, one saying no parking, the other parking, and they'd lift the pole, very heavy pole, and cross each other and change. And the same thing would happen the next morning and the next morning. See? <laughs> they were council workers, obviously, were, were they? Yeah. Yeah. So you couldn't have parking on both sides, so you could only have parking on one side with the two-way traffic. So the so shopkeepers would demand that day. alternate. Yeah. You know? Doesn't Never that sound that. strange? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and we had a friend home from uh, Wales, and he was going fishing one morning, early in the morning, because it was quite dark, and he got the fright of his life. He was half, I suppose he might have had a few drinks the night before as well, and he was half t- half asleep and next thing he saw these two figures crossing in the middle of the road with these poles hitting what he was like a crucifixion or something you know scene you know now uh, 
I remember one time then a lorry ran out of control. There was a huge bang. I ran out to the door and there was a lorry stuck in the arch of the Ulster Bank. He had come down O'Brien Street. Brakes failed. Oh and my God. Straight across the road. He could have killed people. He could have, he yeah. Nobody was I, killed. He tried to that. go through the archway, but he got stuck in the archway, you know. But he was OK afterwards, I think. Yeah. You know, things like that happened. Uh, Eugene Sheen, then we had great fun with Eugene Sheen. was great. Great eyes. Uh, the butcher, you know. Yeah, was yeah. Great. OK, but you so, know, so, I, so... Just one more. Dermot Casey started... Dermot Casey started up uh, the, the, the lane opposite me. And there was a fire there. Yeah, he started there. And Dermot is a very big businessman now. He's the first cousin of mine. I always admired him. And I ran up... And I ran in and I was pulling out lawnmowers and until something kind of hold of me. He said, the whole thing is going to blow up. Get you out. know, you could have been killed. And of course, Dermot, thank God, uh, is still going strong. Yes. OK, um, and the last day is uh, Saturday. Saturday. And, and I know um, Deirdre said it's going to be like a kind of a celebration as well, while it'll be a sad day. But it'll also be a bit of a celebration for, for, uh, for and the hope is that a lot of the old customers uh, will call in. Listen, uh, Liam, it was a pleasure to talk to you. Grant, thanks very much. And best of luck uh, to you. Uh, to Deirdre and to the rest of the family yeah. in, in the future and just know in such high regard yes. that you've been held which is lovely right. and I want to thank all the customers over the years okay. and the staff that were with me over the years and uh, onwards and upwards yeah I, 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 I sometimes sing a song badly and it's called Don't Give Up Till It's Over that's, that's, that's my policy <laughs> and you're, you're not going to do that no I won't oh. sing that song alright God bless Listen, thanks very much take care take care Liam Sheehan When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.